Amen. Well, it's been, uh, we're right in the middle of our 17-day, 17-point plan to march with Thanksgiving towards Thanksgiving, and Don's been diligent about uh, posting a scripture every day, so I'm anxious to hear if uh, everyone's been able to read those and um, if they've had any thoughts or experiences in this past week, so uh, feel free to feel free to share those with us. Um, it's been a busy season. We're on the slippery slope to uh, Christmas, believe it or not. But uh, we've already. I played uh, town center, did a Christmas lighting event, and I got the privilege to play for that a couple weeks ago. And then last night up at the Legends, uh, they had a Christmas tree lighting event, which was packed and it was beautiful. Uh, very cold, but it was fun uh, to play and to get out and play some Christmas music. We didn't get to do any of that last year, so it was a treat. And if you're in Kansas City, Zona Rosa up north is doing a Christmas tree lighting event next week, and that'll wrap up the season. So I'll be playing up there. Um, and I believe that starts at 5 o'clock, but uh, I'll post some stuff too. Um, another fun thing we're doing is um, tonight here in Edwardsville, uh, there's a little brewery here in town that we're partnering with and hopefully get some uh, word out for them. But they're hosting a Beers and Him night. And so Don and myself and my good friend Bob O'Keefe and uh, Dana Green, Abigail uh, Darlene is uh, going to be there to help us sing. But anyway, we're just going to uh, get everybody on their cell phones. They're going to dial up lyrics. We're going to just go through with the acoustic guitar and we're going to sing some old favorite hymns. And so it'll just be like an old-fashioned sing-along. I think that'll be uh, a lot of fun. And um, while on December 5th at the same place, we're going to do the same thing, but the hymns are going to be Christmas carols. So they're going to be Christmas oriented. So I think that will be a lot of fun to do as well. Um, and then um, at Shawnee Nazarene, I'm playing with some uh, old friends of mine, Bethany Glendening and uh, Letitia Epperson and Bob Stahl, and we're doing a Christmas uh, musical. Um, that's at Shawnee Naz. It's December 12th. It's at 6 o'clock. I'll try to post some information, but fun season, uh, fun time of year. It's nice to get back into to music again, and um, if you haven't found something that the Lord's gifted you with to uh, spend some time with and have fun, I would encourage you uh, to to do so. So let me see if I've got anybody on here. Uh, let's see. Great. Uh, tonight, Brian, is here in Edwardsville. It's on 32 Highway. Um, it's called Outfield Beer Company. Uh, easy to find. Outfield Beer Company on 32 highway in edwardsville kansas uh, it's on the south side of the road so we are going to be doing that from six to eight everybody's welcome uh, come on out it should be it should be a a lot of fun so this month uh, pastor don and i have been talking about being thankful and we want we decided to spend the whole week on being thankful 
as we lead up to Thanksgiving, uh, because we want to look at it in your life in terms of being a spiritual discipline. We want it to be a, a practice. And uh, by posting these scriptures every day, we wanted to give you all something to to read and, and meditate on every day. And uh, we really believe that thankfulness is a key element to success in life, your success as a Christian, um, your success in the Christian faith. Uh, can Sebastian attend? Yeah, of course. It's uh, He can't drink beer, but uh, they have soda pop and stuff like that, and he can have water. So it's not a bar. It's just a... Uh, uh, it's a beer company. It's kind of like these microbreweries that are popping up. So he's welcome to attend. Um, any kids are welcome to attend um, as long as uh, as long as they behave and, and sing. So <laughs> let me get this going again. Um, and anyway, so we're looking at being thankful, and that's what the the scriptures that we've posted are are geared towards and uh don had shared actually this week uh, a couple of uh stories with me which i thought were really poignant and um they were by a author named glenn siepert um he wrote a he puts out a little email uh, every day i think but it's kind of like a coffee talk and he shares some ideas and he had two in particular this week that looked at something, and it was in Mark 4, and it was in Mark 8, and I can try to post these later, but uh, we start in Mark 4, and there's the story of uh, Peter, James, and John. Um, Jesus said, let us go to the other side, and so they got into the boat, and they, they set off, and during the night... A terrible storm brewed, and which is customary for that area. There's hot and cold air that meet continuously, and so it's a rough sea, and so it's common to get some pretty bad storms. Well, they set off to the other side, and uh, a storm pursued, and uh, the disciples were panicked and terrified and fearful for their death and jesus was calmly sleeping in the bow of the boat um, finally the disciples in a panic uh, came and woke jesus up and said hey don't you care we're dying here um, aren't you going to do something and probably more specifically like we are today is why aren't you afraid like us you need to react differently you're not reacting properly be afraid this is this is a terrible situation and um jesus marveled at their unbelief and he spoke to the storm and it was still and uh, the second story that we pick up on a few chapters later is in mark 8 and this was uh, peter's confession and jesus asked his disciples you know who do you say that i am and peter has the amazing revelation and his confession you are the christ you are the messiah you are the son of the living god and jesus commends him and says you know god revealed this to you not men and so peter was feeling probably pretty good about himself at that point um, and then a few verses later uh, jesus begins to tell his disciples that he has to go to jerusalem he has to suffer and he has to die 
uh, and then he's going to raise again. And Peter, in all his wisdom, uh, takes Jesus aside and, and rebukes him and says, this can't be this way. And again, Jesus has a surprising response to Peter, and he says, get behind me, Satan. And he says in verse 33 that you don't have God's interest at heart. Um, you have man's interest in, at heart. And I'm going to pick up at the end of his second article what, uh, what the author says about this. And these are the words of Glenn, Glenn Siepert. Um, and he says, life is hard. Um, I can't snap my fingers and, and make it easy. And the, the crux of what he said in both of these articles is that we're like the disciples in that we look at our faith and we kind of do the fix it Jesus thing. Fix it Jesus. You know, we want, we want God to fix everything. We want him to make all of our circumstances the way we want them. And, you know, we're not really looking at things with God's eternal eyes and perspective. We're looking at it from our own selfish interests. And that gets a lot of us in trouble because life is hard. And that's his next sentence. Life is hard. And when you go into your faith with this expectation that you can snap your fingers and say a quick prayer or do the right thing, say the right formula, live the right lifestyle, that everything's going to work out and you're going to be blessed, um, which was a, something else I posted this week that I'm going to get to here in a little bit. But uh, this is really our own way of manipulating things and, and uh, wanting God to be the fix-it Jesus. And many, many faiths have been shipwrecked on that sea of life because of these false expectations so he goes on to say life is hard i can't snap my fingers and make it easy i won't promise you that it will be smooth sailing there will be storms but know this i will be with you in the storm asleep in the back of your boat and inviting you to curl up next to me and go to sleep too the part about being a disciple of the messiah that peter still needed to learn and that Jesus was desperately trying to teach them was how to foster and maintain an inner peace when the outside world is filled with heartache and brokenness and crosses and bloodshed and wind and waves and problems and countless things to be afraid of. The Messiah wasn't here to make the storms go away, but to help people endure their storms and develop an inner peace in the midst of them. I wonder how many pastors and preachers and churches Jesus would call Satan today and tell the shut up and go away. How many churches have made Jesus into a finger-snapping magic man who does little more than get people to heaven and out of hell when they say a special prayer and makes their problems go away when they behave in all the right ways. I can't tell you how many people I have met in my 54 years that really in their heart truly believe that, that if they adopt this new lifestyle of behavior, 
and act in a certain way that God is somehow then uh, obligated to bless them. So um, one of our verses that we posted this week uh, goes along with this, and it said, In all things give thanks. And I believe that was in First Thessalonians. And so we're, we're not thankful for all things, but in all things we are to give thanks and we're to have a, a grateful heart. Um, you know, James in his, his book says, you have not because you ask not, but you ask amiss. You ask with wrong motives. You ask for, with wrong intentions. You ask with the wrong heart. And many times we are looking at life in view of the storm and we're wanting God to change our circumstances when ultimately we're the ones that that need to change and so our our goal in all this again um, according to first Thessalonians 4 God's will is our sanctification and we've talked about this but then he goes on to say that in first Thessalonians 5 that his will for us is to give thanks in all things so our sanctification is our our transformation and this this is the goal here and one of the things that this author points out is that you know peter was very immature in his faith and his understanding of what the messiah came to do and um, if he would have released jesus and the if he would have released peter and the disciples at that point to go around and tell people that jesus was the messiah he, he would have got it all wrong. I mean, he would have set people up with the, the wrong expectations and he would have basically been falling into the trap of the, the mindset of the day that God was going to send a deliverer. He was going to raise up an army. He was going to overthrow Rome. He was going to give them uh, political uh, freedom and he was going to make the country great again and you can see the parallels here uh, that we can fall into the same trap that if all we're using Jesus for is a fix it uh, to get things the way we want it and to make the things exactly the way we want it and how we see them uh, we're, we're kind of looking at the wrong thing and we're going to be set up set up for 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 disappointment so uh, the key that i wanted to share with you this morning is that thankfulness is really a key in all of that and so uh, many times uh, we have to trust that we're going to get to the other side when jesus told the disciples let us get into the boat and go to the other side he knew full well that there was going to be a storm and uh you know as this author mentioned life is hard sometimes um if anyone tries to tell you that any different they're like peter they're looking at things with man's interest and and not god so we're going to get to the other side and there may be a storm involved but ultimately, Jesus is wanting us to have the faith and the trust to rely on him and make those changes in us to weather the storm and to be confident 
through the storm and to not be fearful and to not panic and to not give in to anger and and fear and all the things that that take over so again jesus is wanting our transformation um and so a lot of times when you're facing something in life like that storm you have to ask yourself uh you know what am i what can i learn from from this what is god trying to teach me what lesson is there in this and maybe more pointedly uh what what in me needs to transform here? What do I need to allow the Holy Spirit to, to bring about change and for me to respond uh, more in love and more in faith and trust? And so I think the key to both of these stories is getting to the other side and letting something die in you. And this is a process that is going to happen every day for the rest of your life you're you know that god has called you and you will get to the other side and as jesus mentioned to the disciples in mark 8 after he told peter to get behind me satan he went on to tell the disciples um that uh, they too now need to take up their cross daily and follow him and that daily crucifixion is what we're called to and we will get to the other side but there's some things that have to die in us as well so let me make sure i don't have anybody here commenting All right. So, hey, we are good here. Um, I think I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, Don will continue to post these uh, scriptures for you every day. Again, if you have any questions or if there's anything we can elaborate on uh, with this topic, uh, please let us know. Um, right after Thanksgiving, uh, the Advent season's going to start. And I mentioned last week that really the key to Advent not just being a religious form or an, or an exercise is, is thankfulness and looking at what God's doing in our life, in our life as a community, um, in our life as a body of believers. I was talking to a group of musicians last night and everybody had the same story about what really had to die in them during COVID and what it revealed about them and have revealed about their heart and where they put their trust and their faith and their alliance. And um, it was eye-opening for a lot of people. And uh, so they went through COVID with a thankful heart and they were looking at things on what God was trying to reveal through all that and to let God speak to them. And they really allowed it to reform and, and transform them. And uh, many people came out of that, I think, a little deeper in their faith. Um, and so you may be going through a storm right now. And if you are, it's okay. It, it happens. Life is hard sometimes. Uh, but you will get to the other side. Jesus will make sure of that. 
Uh, but be sure to go through it right now with a thankful heart and really a humble heart and being open to what God might be trying to show you. And perhaps there's some things in your person uh, that need to grow, uh, that need to sprout a little bit and, and bear so it can begin to bear some fruit. So um, let me pray for you guys and we will let you get on with your day. Let me make sure that I, I think we're good here. All right. Awesome. So let me pray for everyone. Lord, thank you for those that uh, have joined us. And uh, we just thank you for your peace that ultimately will be in their heart. Lord, whatever life situation they might be currently in, uh, help them, Lord, to uh, rely on trust in you and to be confident uh, that you will see them to the other side and we thank you for it lord we thank you for your grace and your power um, we surrender all to you and we pray lord for our transformation we pray that you would fill us with your love and power and let your true blessing uh, fall on us and it's in jesus name that we pray amen Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Uh, happy Sunday. Um, I will look forward to uh, being with you next week. God bless.